as we're becoming the, the 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 district that others pattern themselves after, Gear Up is going to be able to take us from a, a level of excellence to a level of everyone surrounding us really wants to follow what Duncanville ISD is doing. I'm excited about the opportunities that our students are going to have, uh, in particular the cohort aspect of it where as they move through each grade level, even a year beyond uh, high school, they're still going to be getting some level of support to help them to be successful in college. So uh, that's awesome. Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Smith, and I'm superintendent of Duncanville ISD, and this is my podcast, Super Intentional. Good afternoon, good morning to all. My name is Mark Smith, superintendent of Duncanville ISD, and this is my podcast, Super Intentional. And as you all know, I believe everything rises and falls with leadership. And I am so excited today to have two exceptional leaders in Duncanville ISD. Uh, We have Miss Kendria Davis-Martin, who's principal uh, at uh, Bird Middle School. And then we have Mr. Brian Bird, who's principal at Reed Middle School. And I have to tell you, I'm so glad I got that right. Mr. Burr's last name trips me up all the time. So I had to really think about that. How are you all today? Good morning. I'm doing well. We are excited to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you, Mr. Bird. How you doing? Fantastic, sir. Thank you for having us today. Absolutely. Yes, well, I'm excited for a lot of reasons. One, uh, it's just such an honor to be on the same team with you all and to have been able to watch you work over the last few years. You've done an awesome job in some very difficult times that we've yes, been able to uh, really overcome. And we're here today. And so, you know, I want to talk about leadership and what that experience has been like. Um, How has the school year started? What's what what's it been like after COVID and we've started this new school year? We've had a great start to this school year. We have a lot of new teachers on our campus. Uh, We have a lot of teachers. This is their first year of teaching. And so they are excited They want to grow. They want to learn. Um, Our students are back on campus, and they are in full gear. So they were back on campus last year, and so they understand the drill. They know the expectations. So we are full force ahead. That's good. That's good. How about at uh, your campus? Us as well. It's It's a newfound energy. And so after going through COVID for a couple of years, having the students come back, they don't have their mask on, and they're just so excited to be on our campus at Reed Middle School, and just it's, it's very exciting this school year. You know, I often think about how important culture is, and for the leader, it is so important to be intentional about your culture. You know, I, I wonder what have you done, what have you experienced to have such a positive culture at both campuses, even going through some very difficult, challenging times that we're in in education today? The work we do is hard, 
And one of the things I really stress on my campus is that we have to motivate and encourage each other. So at the end of the day, we're here together every day. Our goal is student success and to grow students. Um, And for us to reach that goal, we have to have positive attitudes. We have to have a growth mindset. And we really have to have the attitude of supporting and serving each other. So everybody is not going to be at their best every day. But if you're struggling, I'm going to support and encourage and push you and vice versa. So it's really about supporting and encouraging um, and really expecting the best out of everybody. Culture. What about you? And so for for us being very intentional, uh, we talk about positivity on our campus all the time. We talk about leaders lead. Leadership has no title. And so for us, it's making sure that from the students to our staff to our administrative team, Everybody being 100% positive, but also everybody being very intentional with leaders lead. Leaders fill holes. And so on our campus, uh, we, we are very focused on leaders leading, people filling holes, and not being dependent on everyone else. Just leadership has no title. And so that's something that we've been very, very focused on as we've started the school year. And then the last thing for us is making sure our students know that they were born to be great. And so every single day we're talking about you were born to be great. You were born to have an amazing life. It's our job just to be able to help you reach the the success that we know that you can. You know, that is so awesome when I think about the impact. We talk about a lot of times in our principals meetings, the impact that we have on others and how as a leader, uh, never underestimate the power of your influence. Yes. Both of you are great examples of influencing others, whether it be your parents, your students, your teachers. Uh, I want to kind of laser focus in on the teacher piece, because as a leader today in um, in public education, we're facing some very challenging times with teachers. And, you know, we talk about everything rises and or falls with the leader. So I wonder, what are your thoughts and experiences as you navigate the challenging waters of staffing and keeping your staff focused, having the right balance of empathy, but also keeping them focused on doing the work that you just talked about? And that's getting our students where they need to be academically. Yeah. And so for us, it's uh, being very intentional with the how how we speak to teachers, how we speak to students, and so that teachers feel valued on our campus. We don't want them to want to be anywhere else. And so from the moment that they step foot on our campus, we're very intentional with how can I support you? What are the things that you need to be successful so that our students can learn? And so it's a constant every single day, hey, whether we're going to each teacher's classroom in the morning, hey, how are you? What can I do to support you today? How's your family doing? And that's so powerful when people know that you care about them, they're willing to do anything for you to ensure that our students achieve academic success. Absolutely. People first. So that is absolutely something we stress on our campus is people first. Um, At every faculty meeting, every PLC, I always remind teachers I do not take it for granted that you are on our campus. With the teacher shortage, you had the opportunity to go to any campus, and you chose to be here. So I always want to recognize teachers, let them know that they are appreciated, that they are valued, and that my role is to support and serve them. So we talk a lot about 
administrators holding teachers accountable, I really stress I want teachers to hold me accountable. If I'm not supporting or serving you in the way that you need to be supported, come see me because that's my role. That's my job. I want to equip you to ensure that you are prepared to greet our students every day in the classroom, um, have strong instruction, and grow our students. You know, uh, okay. So, you know, you spoke a lot about culture. You spoke a lot about the balance that you have having to show empathy for teachers, but also um, focus on accountability so we can do the work of working with students and improving academics. Both of you have led such successful campuses. And, you know, from an accountability standpoint, when you look at student achievement, um, trending in the very positive direction and consistency over the years. Can you touch on where you are right now from an accountability standpoint and just speak to uh, what is involved? What does the work look like to obtain the success that you have at this point? And so that's being very intentional with our expectations. So from day one, we talk about uh, we expect our students to perform outstanding, not just on the star test, but every single day. And so I believe that things become habits, right? And so every single day, if we're just inching better and better and better, before you know it, all of the state tests will take care of themselves. And so when we talk about accountability, accountability starts with me. I hold myself accountable to making sure that I'm providing the tools necessary for our students to be successful. So what does that mean? I don't talk to the students every day inside of the classroom, but I provide our teachers with the tools necessary that they're able to support and train and teach our students. Uh, and then they go from that accountability to ensuring that we're, we're very successful on our campus. But Dr. Smith, it really, really starts each and every day with providing our teachers with the tools necessary to be successful. Absolutely. Yes, it starts with clear expectations. Um, it starts with campus goals. So we all know exactly what we're working towards. We are really intentional about this is where we are. How do we get to where we want to be? And so that definitely starts with us having those expectations and those goals and being intentional about drilling down and really looking at what do we need to do to support our students. So our focus this year is being very intentional about the data, looking to see how did we do last year? How did we teach this? How did our students perform? What adjustments do we need to make? And really uh, having a strong focus on instruction in the classroom, that strong tier one instruction. We know that our students learn differently. We know they don't learn by just sitting and getting. So it's really a focus on strong tier one instruction and ensuring our students are engaged and having those academic conversations. You know, it's amazing when I think about leadership, uh, what you all just articulated and what you do each and every day. I kind of first go to the, the big picture. I think about leaders in um, and other organizations, whether you're the CEO of some uh, company out there in the business sector, whether you run a, a athletic team or whatever organization, but the most effective leaders have a process in which they look at data. You know, what the leader shines the light on is what the focus will be. So I wonder from you all, 
what tools do you use to look at those key data points so that you can say, okay, we're trending in a positive direction in this area or maybe not so much in this area. So now we got to really shine a light on that so that we can move forward. What, What does that look like from your standpoint? There are so many data points that we look at. Just from a big picture, we look at attendance because we know that our students have to be in school. Um, We look at tardies, how many students are getting to class on time, who's not. We look at how many students are going into the library and checking out books. So that's one piece of the data. And then we also look at how are students performing weekly in class? What does their classwork look like? How do we know that they're learning and they're getting the information that they're supposed to get? So we start there and then we look at our unit assessments. Where are they performing? What do we need to reteach? What do we need to spiral? Then we're looking at our district assessments and we're really drilling down by the TEKS and the students and the subgroups. So it's really so many data points right. that we're looking at um, to ensure that we're truly able to grow our students and making an impact on our campus. That's good. So for us, I think it starts from the partnerships with the intermediate schools. We start with communicating with our principals at Harden, Brandenburg, and Daniel. And we're looking at each individual student. We're talking about their personality. We're talking about how can we set this student up to be successful at Reed Middle School, whether that be, okay, he may need to be with a female teacher or she may need to be with a male teacher. This student needs small group environment. But we start there and communicating with the intermediate school principals. Then we go and we look at their previous year's star data. And so we begin charting that. And on our campus, it's all about continuous improvement. We want to take, okay, this is where you started. And then by the end of the year, each and every time that we have some type of an assessment, are you improving or are you not improving? If you're improving, we're celebrating you. We're talking, hey, listen, you were at a 70. Now you're at a 75. That does something to a student's mind. Then all of a sudden, the student's like, oh, my gosh, I can do it. If a student, for some reason, took a step backwards, we're still meeting with that student individually. Okay, this is what we're going to do to help you be successful. We're going to put you in this one time. We're going to have a small group. We're going to meet with your parents. And so we start with the data points of listening to the people at the previous school. Then we go into, okay, how did you perform on STAR? And then we go and we chart your DA. You're either improving or you're not improving. And the goal is just continuous improvement each and every time that you are assessed on a particular TEAK. That is so critical. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to add, you gave us the charge that all of our students need to have a year's growth on math. Yes. So that was a charge that you gave us. And that is also something we've been very intentional about is showing students this is where you were at the beginning of the year. We've had data meetings with students so that they can see this is where you are. This is where you need to be and setting goals for that next, the middle of the year map. Uh, testing. So we heard the charge and we are moving forward uh, for all of our students to have that year's growth on MAP. Well, for our audience and the listeners, um, gosh, you did just such an awesome job just articulating what it means for a leader and what it looks like to monitor data and to be intentional about that. We're looking at it from the lens of educators, but whatever field you're in as a leader, Those are valuable, valuable tools and insight that any leader could apply and um, make sure they're looking at the right benchmarks to move their division, their department, their company, whatever uh, they're responsible for. Those are awesome nuggets. uh, And even I'm taking away some things that I can use 
uh, to help me from a district perspective. Um, so Wednesdays in Duncanville is college day. Not all of us got the memo. I think I'm the only one that got the memo. I am rocking an HBCU uh, college shirt today. Um, but we're really intentional in our school district about um, college and career readiness and making sure that all of our students have an opportunity, a real opportunity, to see themselves in college. And we do uh, the real hard work uh, on the academic side, but then all the other um, exterior opportunities and activities that we pull together yeah. just to create a culture yeah. of college. And um, recently we got uh, awarded the Gear Up Grant. And uh, both of you at your campuses are uh, in the very early stages of implementing that grant. I'd love for our listeners to be able to hear a little bit about that, uh, what it means for our uh, our district, what it looks like on the campus, and the opportunities that it's going to provide for our students. We are so excited to have Gear Up on our campus. We have an amazing Gear Up coordinator. She has met with students to really expose them to college and opportunities that they have post high school. So she has done surveys with students. She's met with students. Actually, this morning, we are having a college and career pep rally. Um, and in addition to that, she's planning uh, college trips for our students to really expose them to all the opportunities that are out there um, and really let our students know it is an option, it is affordable, and this is something that you can start working towards now. Um, in addition to that, in a few weeks, our students are going to be taking the PSAT test. So she has been very intentional about introducing our students about PSAT, what it is, and how it affects you preparing to go to high school and college. So we're really excited to have the program on our campus. Um, and it's a great opportunity to expose our students to college and career readiness and get them to start thinking about what they can do next and all the options available to them. That's good. The opportunity. Uh, what our gear up, Dr. Mr. Lewis, Miss Lewis has brought to us is our students knowing that there's an opportunity. A lot of times students just aren't aware. And so for her being able to bring that college feel of anything like banners. So students then walk in our hallway and, oh, where is that? Hey, come in. Let me talk to you about it. Uh, we had a, our, our first pep rally uh, Monday. And you, Dr. Smith, when we talk about just an, an amazing feel where kids are able to understand, okay, a two-year degree, that's called an associate's degree. Oh, if I go to school and I graduate in four years, that's a bachelor's degree. Our students just didn't have the knowledge of what college was. And so now as they're entering Duncanville High School, they have the information needed to make wise decisions in order for them to go to college. And so Ms. Lewis has is bought into our Be the Lamborghini philosophy, and she has been very intentional with meeting students. At the beginning of the year, uh, they thought that she was an assistant principal. Mm -hmm. And and then all of a sudden, oh, we can go to we can go to her and we can ask her questions. And we've had parent meetings now. Parents are as we're becoming the, the 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 district that others pattern themselves after. Gear up is going to be able to take us from a, a level of excellence 
to a level of everyone surrounding us really wants to follow what Duncanville ISD is doing. I'm excited about the opportunities that our students are going to have, in particular the cohort aspect of it, where as they move through each grade level, even a year beyond uh, high school, they're still going to be getting some level of support to help them to be successful in college. So uh, that's awesome. Each one of you have a uh, special, innovative program and academic focus at your campus. I want to know about that. I want to know, I guess, a few years in, where are we? Uh, Talk about what your specialization is. So we have the business and technology program on our campus. Uh, Students are creating businesses in the seventh and eighth grade. Uh, Students are uh, creating applications. And so all of a sudden, uh, back from the 1970s when we were having Tetris and tennis games, the students are making those things. Uh, One quick funny story. uh, I walked in class and the students said, Mr. Bird, I have something for your dog. What do you mean? Mr. Bird, now your dog, you can put all of his food in this compartment, and if he hits this button, it's going to come out. But just to see the amazement from our students each and every day, just to hear from them of, hey, what about a blind student? They're creating items in our business department and our technology that's helping our future and helping our future grow. And so many, many kids are, of course, wanting to be a part of our program. Uh, This is our fourth year for our business and technology program. Uh, They are cohorted. And so what it does, it brings a sense of pride in our campus of I'm in the business and technology program. These are the things that I'm creating uh, for their parents. And this is how I'm making not only our city, but our state and the world a better place. That's awesome. That's great. We have the health science program. And I know when I was growing up, I thought that the only areas you could go into were either you're going to be a doctor or a nurse. And so what the health science program provides for our students is to allow them to see that there are so many professions within health science. And so they really look at those professions, whether you are interested in technology, graphic design, there's a place for you in the health science field. So our sponsor, Ms. Hudson, does an amazing job. Our students have learned to take blood pressure for teachers. They have taken CPI courses. Every year they have a health science fair. So it's really about exposing our students to all the opportunities available to them in that field. It's a great example of innovation at work. And we're still really in the very early stages. So as we build and grow the programming, it's just going to be so exciting to see what our students are able to be exposed to and then how that prepares them for, I guess we can say that next level, that next level in their academic career. So uh, that is awesome. Um, We started out talking about leadership. Um, And, you know, when you're in the driver's seat, it's different from being in the passenger seat and the back seat. Mm -hmm. The whole view, it looks one way in the passenger seat, but it looks a whole nother way when you're in the driver's seat. I would be interested just for me as a leader to learn from and other leaders that may be uh, listening How do you navigate the waters of leadership and take care of yourself? We just talked about taking care of everybody else. But what about yourself? How do you stay motivated? How do you deal with uh, a day that didn't go so well? You know, how do you navigate the ups and downs of 
of managing uh, lots and lots of people and being responsible and then the self-care for you. What, what are your thoughts on that? I really look at this as a ministry because you have to have a heart for what we do because we have such a huge impact on teachers, on our students, on our parents. So you definitely have to have a heart. Um, and that's how I try to go into it every single day. It's just that it's not about me. It's about the people that I serve. Um, it's important to me every morning. I have to go in with the right attitude. I have to have my praise and worship. Yes. And I have to remember that sometimes even when you feel like you're going through this by yourself, you're not. And there's people that are supporting you and who are rooting for you. Um, and you can't do this job alone. And I'm so thankful that I have amazing mentors and I have people that encourage me and push me, people that tell me when I'm wrong. Um, mm -hmm. And they tell me that's okay. We're going to make mistakes. Um, but I think it's definitely just about being reflective um, and really thinking about not so much the position, but why are you doing this and how can you support and encourage somebody else? That's powerful. A lot of wisdom there. What about you, Mr. Bird? And so for me, it's, it's having mentors, having mentors that have walked uh, where I want to walk and having those guys explain to me and me just to be able to listen to them. As far as our organization at Reed Middle School, it's about the team. And so for us, we talk about everything together. I listen more than I talk because I want to be able to reflect and hear what they have to say prior to making a decision. And so with self-care, I'm a sports fanatic. I like yeah. to uh, relax, watch sports, critique sports, just like everyone else. Right. Uh, but with our organization, we, we, we have a saying that leaders lead. Leadership has no title. And so we really embody that on our campus where if we have a, a, a decision that needs to be made, I truly listen to everyone involved. Of course, when it's time to make a decision, I make that decision, but it's truly a team decision of, okay, what are the, uh, the where, where's my blind spots? Sometimes as a leader, you may not recognize your blind spots. And so we have that open dialogue with our leadership team of, okay, guys, you know that this is my blind spot. Where do we need to slow down? Where do we need to speed up? Uh, always being very intentional uh, with our organization. Yeah. You know, uh, thank you for sharing that. Uh, as we kind of begin to to wind down, uh, when I started the school year this year, I had two words that I wanted to really focus on the entire year. One was mindfulness and the other was command. Mindfulness, I wanted to be more focused on my self-care and I wanted to meditate and think and reflect on my work and on the work of the district. And command, I just wanted to have command of presence uh, in every arena that uh, I took hold of as it relates to my role in the district. As we kind of wrap up, I wonder, is there a word or two that really drives you this year uh, and keeps you focused on, on, on the main thing? I would definitely say for me is consistency um, and just being consistent. If we say we're going to do something as a campus, then we do it and we do it with consistency and with fidelity. So that's not just at school, but that's in all parts of my life. Um, the way I think, the way I reflect, um, just taking feedback from other people and really letting it marinate and mm -hmm. thinking about what adjustments I need to make. Um, so definitely just consistency. Yeah. Growth. 
I, I want to grow leaders on our campus. And so each, each year I talk to the teachers and our staff, what are your goals? My job as a leader is to help them get to where they want to get to. And so for us as a campus, we want to continuously grow. Uh, I want to grow uh, as the principal of the campus. I want our assistant principals to be ready and prepared when it's their time to be principals. I want our teachers to be ready and prepared when it's their time to leave the classroom. I want our students, most most importantly, to be prepared to succeed in the game of life once they leave read middle school. And so for us, it's all about growing each and every day. I tell you, we are so lucky and fortunate to have you. I think when people listen to this, um, it's just going to really resonate the reality of what it means to be a leader, um, the way that you go about navigating uh, all the challenges that you have and still produce at such a high level, uh, so much wisdom, uh, so much focus, and just very real about the work. And so we're fortunate to have you here in Duncanville, uh, and we're fortunate to have you leading the campuses that you lead and really leading others. You always say, you know, you never know who's watching you. People are watching you even when, they, when you think they're not. And so uh, you are the epitome of what a leader is, and that is someone that's focused, someone that's data-driven, someone that has awareness about their surroundings, awareness of themselves, and the balance of empathy and holding others accountable. We touched on each of those things. You touched on each of those things during our conversation today. And I'm going to take those nuggets away. I was mentally writing notes, and so I will go and make sure that I uh, put those on paper so that I can use just as affirmation and confirmation for the work that I'm doing. So, see, you motivated me today as well. It's been an honor to have both of you here today. Um, I'm so glad to be on the same team with each of you and doing the work that we do. In Duncanville, we say Dville all in, yes. and we as a team, you as leaders, are definitely all in. I'm Dr. Mark Smith, Superintendent of Duncanville ISD, uh, and this is my podcast, Super Intentional. Leadership matters. Everything rises or falls based on the leader. As you can see, we have exceptional leaders in Duncanville, and we are always going to be in a position to maximize our potential because of the leaders that we have. It's been a pleasure visiting with you today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Super Intentional with Dr. Mark Smith. Go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're listening on audio platforms, be sure to subscribe and rate the episodes. Follow us on all social media platforms.